Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we have been hearing a lot about affirmative action and affirmative action and the way it's being presented is being presented on lies and propaganda. They try to make the face of affirmative action, black people, but based on what we're going to talk about tonight, the face of affirmative action is not black people. It is white women. So let's get into this. Now, affirmative action came to signify policies as diverse as plans to recruit or advertise jobs in communities. They say of color at the time and saying programs designed for employers to identify and correct the underrepresentation of women in particular jobs. Now, let me tell you when it, when you hear them mentioning women, you would think, okay, if you're talking about communities of color, are you talking about black people? Why do they may say blacks and women? When they use the term women, they're talking about white women. Cause why would they separate black people and then women? Wouldn't it make sense? Cause black women are in the category of black people. So always remember that when you see them say women, they're saying white women without saying white women. See Lee Atwater had talked about this. And he said that you, you had to change the language. You couldn't say the N word anymore. You, you couldn't uh, say certain things. Now you have to say, uh, urban use words like that to describe black people or use words like uh thug to describe black people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, use the word woke to describe black people. You can't say the words that you really want to say. So they use that codified language to talk about even themselves. So when they say women, they mean white women. Always remember that. It never mentioned no other women, but just white women. But they won't come out and say, well, underrepresentation of white women. They're not going to say that because the first thing you're going to say is what you're talking about. White women have got way more money than, than anybody else. White women even own slaves. They were slave masters too. So what you mean that white women uh, has underrepresentation? She needs to talk to her man about that, right? But let's continue. Now they said that right-wing opponents of affirmative action focus nationally and say on race-based rather than gender-based affirmative action. And saying they successfully cultivated a widespread white opposition to the core ideas of affirmative action. Said, so we wouldn't be surprised that white women who may not even realize how they have benefited from affirmative action policies are also some of the fiercest opponents of affirmative action. And yes, a lot of them are remember Abigail Fisher in that case, trying to say affirmative action has kept her out of school because in their mind, when you mention affirmative action, that's black people and black people are getting something that I can't get. And my God, Black people getting something that I can't get, oh, the world's going to end, even though they've been getting the, the, the world handed to them for doing nothing. They don't earn nothing. They haven't done nothing. And even if you want to go on this quote unquote race-based policies, let's say college. Okay, then let's go with that. So affirmative action got this black man or woman into the college. And that black man or woman graduated with a bachelor's degree. Did affirmative action do the work for them? Did they do the term papers? Did they do the research? No. Only thing affirmative action could quote unquote do is get you in the door. After that, you on your own, right? Just like a job. All oh, blacks are getting these jobs because of affirmative action. Okay. If they get in the door, does it keep the job for them? 
Because if they truly couldn't do the job or they truly couldn't do the work, then they would have been out of there within a week. See, see, that's the conversation they don't want to have. But I told you the white supremacist is very remedial. And unfortunately, a lot of them that follow each other throughout the country, they're remedial too. They're not going to look into anything. They're not going to research. They're not going to just critically think just, just for five minutes about anything that they're saying. They just repeat, 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 repeat. And it's like the, once you tell a lie long enough, they're going to believe it because they're not, they're too lazy to research anything. You understand? And that's really, I can't just say the white supremacists. I would say Americans in general. Let me, let me be correct because Americans in general really don't want to research. They really don't because how many times have I told people with even within my own community about certain things? Well, can you give me the link? You Google don't work. So, so we won't just say that because that's an American thing. Now I say it could be difficult to measure the extent to which different groups have benefited, say from affirmative action precisely because it's an umbrella term that covers a wide range of policies and programs and say, but there are clear structural indicators that reveal that white women have benefited from these policies more than any other group. I'm going to repeat that again. White women have benefited from affirmative action more than any other group. So when Dr. Claude Anderson has said that he was fine with affirmative action going away, do you understand why? I am one of the persons today that is fine with affirmative action going away too. Now, if you would have asked me this two years ago, I would have been like, oh no, man, we got to have affirmative action. But when you start looking at all the data you start looking at who's benefiting. Listen, black women is not even benefiting from this. They're not, you know, I've had black professional black women have wrote me on many occasions and told me that they were that black women were passed up for diversity, equity, and inclusion programs to hire white women to lead diversity, equity, and inclusion. Like how, you can't make that up. You can't make it up. You pass up black women to the group of women who have benefited forever in this country. They, they get to lead diversity, equity, inclusion, not black women, but yes, this is what's going on. So it lets you know that that though they need, that needs to go too, because that diversity, equity, inclusion is benefiting everybody else instead of the people that it should be benefiting. Now I say, let's give an example. Let's say when you look at the progress made in higher education to create more racially inclusive and representative campuses, they say they, the progress has been quite slow. So it's statistics reveal that black people are still underrepresented today in university admissions and graduation rates, especially in four year colleges. But the progress made in achieving greater gender equality in colleges they say university is starkly different. They say, although women made up 35.3% of those receiving bachelor's of art degrees in 1960, before affirmative action policies were established by 1982, women were no longer underrepresented, they say, among degree recipients. Now, remember, we keep saying the word women, who you know who they're talking about. They say, today, women have surpassed men in college admissions and graduation rates. In particular, if you look at white women, they say they find that by the year 2012, the group's enrollment in colleges and universities outpaced that of white men, 
with 72% of white women enrolled compared with 62% of white men. They say employment patterns reveal the same trends. They say since the 1970s, black American unemployment rates have consistently remained about double those of whites with even greater disparity for black American teens. But if you look at unemployment rates by gender, they say in, in 2019, employment rates for men were 3.6% were nearly the same as women 3.5% and said maybe even more revealing the fact that in 2019 white women's weekly earnings were $840 were higher than black women's at $704 and black men's at $769. So white women make more than black men. They make more than black women. Now black women, let me highlight you for a minute. This is why you can't join with the white woman for anything. She is not your sister in arms. And a lot of you starting to have realized that you start, you starting to wake up. I see that you starting to wake up. You say, no, 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 no. Because one, cause y'all have seen a couple of election cycles that, that white women will side with their man to maintain white supremacy. Y'all have seen it over and over and over again. And I think a lot of y'all have gotten to a point and say, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I agree with the brothers for everything, but Hey, look, the brothers is all we got. We need to fix our issues and problems wherever they are. We may not always agree with each other, but you know what? We all we got and we need to stick together. I've seen a lot of sisters really realize that about that particular group of women. You have to understand. And I've said this on, on the previous podcast, we have a historical beef that has never been solved. How can we really get together? And when the beef haven't been solved, you understand? So since they still want to keep the historical beef going, you can't join with people that, that don't want to really see you rise up. They want to use programs that was meant to help you to get to, to funnel money back into their household. Cause see the only person that discriminated against with uh, affirmative action based on the numbers is white men and black people because these programs not getting you in like talking about the white man is the only one that the white man benefits off affirmative action by his woman getting into these programs and getting these jobs and funneling it back to his house. But outside of that, if a white man go on his own, try getting these programs, he can't get it. So, so, so white women are make, making even more than even black men per week on average. Now I say, despite the impressive gains for white women, approximately 70% of them somewhat are strongly opposed affirmative action. Now see, this goes back to that mindset I told you about. If they would actually take the time to read and see, they probably would be quiet about that and leave that alone. But because they followed a man blindly, without looking into anything, they go, they want to strike down affirmative action. And at this point of the game, I'm good. It needs to go because it don't benefit my people. It don't. Now I say, according to a 2014 cooperative congressional election study, it said many scholars, it said, uh, argue this opposition is clearly related to right wing anti affirmative action campaigns. They have successfully focused national attention on race-based affirmative action. Now I say in the late 1990s, a network of anti-affirmative action organizations got together to orchestrate a challenge to affirmative action in the courts. 
They say these organizations investigated colleges and universities across the country to identify affirmative action policies they can legally challenge. They say also actively recruited white students who they claim may have been denied college admission because of race-based affirmative action to participate as plaintiffs in their lawsuits is against these schools. It was not a coincidence that the individuals they ultimately chose for their lawsuits were all white women. Everything's done by design. Now I say by focusing on race-based, it said rather than gender-based policies, anti-affirmative action contingencies, it said were able to ignite a politics of white grievance that allied white women with white men and say against affirmative action. Say white women today are more educated and make up a bigger slice of the workforce as a result of decades of affirmative action policies, according to scholars. And say white women have also made inroads into corporate leadership that black people and say, and other groups of people outside of black have not. So because of affirmative action policies, white women have made a leg up. Prior to those policies, white women wasn't the CEOs of major companies like that. White women wasn't sitting on the board like they're sitting on boards now. White women wasn't managers like they are now. But because of those policies, things that we fought for as black Americans, white women have benefited from these policies way more than any other group. We've seen white LGBT has been had benefited a lot from the civil rights uh, fight that we have. Uh, we looked at the immigration bill that we also got behind. We've seen immigrants come into the country, benefiting off of everything that we have fought for. They come right in, walking on our backs to get their own American dream, then come to this country and want to dismantle everything that black folks have fought for. Now, you notice with this college thing, you're talking about with, with Asians. They're not trying to build their own institutions. I thought that was interesting. They're not trying to build a historical Asian college and universities. They're not trying to build that. They want to assimilate into white supremacy. See, we was trying to build our own stuff, right? And try to have our own institutions. They don't want to do that because they talk about how smart they are and how much money they make. Well, clearly they can build their own colleges and they don't have to worry about fighting to get into nothing, but they, they, they want to assimilate into that. And you know, if you look at the racial hierarchy, um, Asian is, is, number one on the list that have a more proximity to whiteness. Um, we, now we talk about more of the whiter Asians. Now you get to the darker Asians like the Filipinos and the Cambodians and all them, they're treated a whole lot different than let's say, uh, the China, the white looking Chinese, the white looking Japanese. You understand what I'm saying? Oh yes. They do have a color uh, scale in the Asian world too. If you don't believe me, talk to those people. They'll tell you how they're treated. You can look at their economics. The Asians that are the darkest Asians, a lot of times struggle, you know, even in America, but the whiter looking Asians make more money. It's, they don't change with that, that system. Now they say from 2020 to 2022, white women expanded their share of senior leadership jobs at twice the rate of black women and other groups of women. It said that through though women remain outnumbered four to one, and say, despite the marginal gains, and say, among uh, men of different groups outside of white, you can say black men, other groups of men, and say, white men still hold two thirds of the top jobs, even though they account for just one third of the U.S. workers. Now, let's get to, you know, let's get to a few things. Number one, the Democrat Party. So, the Democrat Party and all the shields, 
right now they're coming out and saying, Oh my God, look at what happened with uh, affirmative action. See, you got to get out there and you got to vote. You got to vote because you got to get us in there so we can try to put in a law to codify affirmative action in law through Congress. You got to get out there and vote for us. Well, I don't want to codify it because it don't benefit my community. I don't want to codify because it won't even benefit black women. I can understand if it benefited black women and then black women could funnel those funds into the black household. Okay, I'm cool with that, but it's not benefiting. White women are leading diversity, equity, inclusion. Why do they need diversity, equity, inclusion? They are not historically discriminated against like black people were and still are to this day. Right? So if, if no, I'm not going to go run out and vote for you because see, every time the, the right wing do something, they, 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 you remember, I told you the Democrats know how to play the game with you. Now, a lot of people salty right now. Let's go back to the midterms. Remember during the midterms, how they got y'all to get out your house about, Oh yeah, get us in there and we will get you your student loan uh, debt forgiven. Just get us in there. And Oh yeah. Oh my God. Let me go vote Democrat. And you went vote Democrat and what ended up happening. You about to start paying them student loans. It's about, well, I think they say what well, October. Hey, I hope you got your payments ready because you about to pay. And of course the shields going to say it's the Supreme court. It's not Biden. It's the Supreme court. Well, why didn't he go through Congress and try to get a law passed? But let's call it what it is. People talk about what PPP, they forgave that. Why they won't forgive student loans. The difference between PPP was that was a put in a congressional bill and signed by the president Trump at the time. What Biden tried to do with the student loan debt was not put in a congressional bill and signed by the president, which would be Biden. That's the difference. And let's call it what it is. When you went to go to school, you chose to take that loan. You chose to take that loan because you say, okay, I need this money to go to college. I can't afford it. And when I get out of college, I'm gonna give me a good job. And then when I get this good job, I can pay back my loan. I can send money every two weeks or whatever, every once a month to my loan. Right? That, but see, the problem is, and let me, let me focus, I'm gonna focus on my community right now. The problem is a lot of you have went out there and got trash degrees. And what I mean by trash degrees, it is a trash degree. If you get out of college and all you can get a job making 35,000, but your, but your student loan debt is a hundred thousand. It is a trash degree. If you get out of college and you're only making uh 50,000, that's all you can make. In my opinion, that's a trash degree. If you're going to go to college, you need to be picking a profession that you, at least when you come out of college, you should be making it 70, 75,000 out the gate. My opinion. That way to me, it's worth it because at least you can move. It won't take long for you to get over a hundred thousand dollars. That way you can afford to pay your, your uh, student loan debt. Because if you could not afford it, then you should have did it the other route. Okay. I'm gonna do my basics at the community college, save money because I'm going to the community college in my state. I'm not going to go to college out of state because it's going to cost me more money. The only way you go go to college out of state is if you had a scholarship. Now if you had a scholarship. Cool. Go. Even if you had a half scholarship. Okay. Well, at least half your college is paid for. Right. 
But some of you chose to go to other outside of state, and you got a big bill now. And you want the government to wipe it away. And some people are like, nah, why should why should they stuff get wiped away? Nobody wiping away my bills. That's actually a legitimate argument. Remember, you chose to take that. And you need to pay it. That's like me uh, taking out loans. And I'm like, oh, I can't afford to pay it. So let me go to the government and say, hey, government, um, I need my loans forgiven. I took it out. I didn't ask nobody, could I take that out? But but I wanted to forgive him. Because every bill I have, I have to pay. I'm not asking nobody to, to, hey, come pay all my bills for me. Because, hey, I can't afford this right now. That's something you have to think about ahead of time before you take that mess out. So the Democrats could not. So a lot of y'all, oh, y'all disappointed in Biden right now about that. Very disappointed. But. A president can't do an executive order and force the banks to forgive your debt unless they buy to give that money to the banks themselves to forgive it. And that's, that's the main reason why it couldn't be done. So now you fast forward with this decision about affirmative action, the Democrat strategy. And I seen, I seen old Boulay Martin. He, 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 he been on one screaming and yelling about all oh, this. The, I don't want to hear nobody complaining because y'all didn't get out there and vote for Hillary. Y'all want to vote for Bernie. Listen, if a person want to vote for Bernie Sanders, that was their choice. If they didn't like Hillary Clinton, they didn't like her. Let's call it what it is. Hillary Clinton was not like a bull. Bernie actually had the, the, I'm gonna be honest with you. Bernie Sanders had the crowd. Bernie Sanders had the following. You want to go with the person that has the following, not the person that can't fill a room. You know what I'm saying? That's like, and let me talk about it on content creation. That, that's like me having a choice between getting someone who, 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 who when they make content, everybody loved, love they, they particular stuff. They're going to watch it. Or the other person has been around a long time but nobody hardly watches it. That would be silly for me to pick the content creator that nobody watches. When you are in, or you are the thing where people got to watch it and you have too many people get turned off by it. They're not going to watch you. So the, no, it's not Bernie Sanders. It's not the, the voters at that time period, boule, the Democrat party at that time was idiots. They should have picked Bernie Sanders at the time. And I will say this much. I really think Bernie Sanders could have beat Trump. Hillary, I knew she wasn't going to beat him, but I think Bernie Sanders could have beat him because Bernie Sanders actually had the people. Bernie Sanders had young people behind him at the time. No, no young people was behind freaking Hillary. And then if you go back to the Democrat national convention in, in, in that time period, 2016, it literally split the party. It split it. People were pissed. And, and I saw the people. There was a lot of white people said, I'll never vote for her. That's how Trump won. The party was split. Instead of Hillary being adult enough and say, you know what? Let Bernie, let him have a nomination and shoot, man, make me a vice president or something. Or, or let me be set, you know, let me do a secretary of state. Let me do something. That way, if you want to blame somebody, Boule. That's who you should have been blaming. Blame the Democrat party for why Trump won in 2016. 
It is. That's what it is. But he want to talk down to people. Well, y'all, y'all Bernie. Oh, y'all talking about you didn't want to vote. And this and the third. No, no, no. The Democrats is to blame. Not, not Trump. Cause Trump was even shocked. He won the election. If you go back to that footage, he was shocked that he won. He didn't think he was going to win. He wasn't uh, uh, sure about winning like that. So the Democrats won't, won't y'all to get out of there and, and look, and they already looking at black people. So they already looking at you. I know you've seen the footage. They already looking at you, black people and say, Hey, black people, affirmative action. Oh my God. You know, we gotta, you gotta get out there. We gotta vote. And you know what you tell them now? Nope. I'm not voting for, I am not voting for nothing about no affirmative action because it don't benefit me. It benefits white women. I'm still losing out. I'm not voting to go benefit nobody except my people and myself. We have done enough for white people. We've done enough for uh, immigrants. We've done enough for everybody. We put money in everybody's pockets. It's our time now to do for self. We looking out for numero uno now. We're not going to sit up there and help you do anything. We got to be on that 100%. When politicians talk to us about different things, say, I don't want to hear that everybody talk. What are you going to do for black people? Well, you know, we can't just do, I say, well, if you can't just do something for black people, then I can't vote for you. It's just that simple. It's not, it's not a hard conversation to have. If you're not going to do nothing for my community, I'm not voting for you. Just like other groups do. White people feel the same way like that. They don't want to hear about everybody. They want to know what they're going to do for white people. Asians want to know what you're going to do for Asians. Hispanics want to know what you're going to do for Hispanics. We're the only people that got a total line for everybody. And that has to stop. And that's going to stop because we're going to be preaching that all the time. We only do for ourselves. We vote for ourselves. We look out for ourselves economically. We look out for ourselves in the area of protection. We look out for ourselves. Well, you just can't do that. Yes, I can. Don't tell me what I can't do. I am tired of sitting up there voting and everybody benefiting. So, okay. So we're supposed to get riled up to go vote about affirmative action. And we look up and not, and not Karen, Karen's benefiting. And then at the same time, it's not like they appreciate for anything. They're freaking racist toward us as black people. How many black, black women talk to me in the chat, black women who caused you the most problem on your job? I'm going to say from the many years I've worked who caused black women the most problems on their job. It wasn't even white men. I will say that much. And if a white man start having problem with you, it's always his woman that's going to stir him up to get at you. I've seen it too many times. I know what the answer are. black women can't even go to work with their hair looking nice. Black women can't go to work smelling good. Black women can't go to work to just, just, uh, uh, just being themselves. They get hated on for being themselves. I've seen it where a black woman is getting attention from black men, which is should be normal. Correct. And they get jealous that a black woman is getting attention from black men. I've seen that too. How they hate on the black woman for getting attention from black men. They, if, if they view that woman as attractive, oh man, she going to be out the door. Oh, don't let the white men 
be looking at her. Oh, no, she really getting out that dough. Real quick. Some booger wolf Karen go get you out that dough so quick. They're going to be finding something to try to get you out the dough for. Come on, some black women, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Because a lot of you have experienced what I'm talking about. Because I've seen it as a black man. I've seen it. We are not going to be out here no more doing nothing for other groups because they don't respect us for one. They don't respect us. They don't appreciate anything. The only time they want to be an ally with, with us is when they get in a bind. Remember when they reversed Roe v. Wade, all of a sudden, Oh my God, black women were right all this time. Oh my God, black women. You see all the videos on TikTok saying how black women are right. Black, and black women are like, yes, yeah, I told you, whatever. I don't want to hear that. And I love the response that black women had with that. They didn't talk about, let's join together. Let's do this. Black women say, y'all, yes, y'all problem. Deal with it. I was so proud of black women when I seen that. And, I, and I'm actually getting proud of black people right now because black people not really stirred up by no affirmative action either. I'm getting proud of seeing that too, but we got to make sure to, to keep the attack on the shields. That's part of what I do. I got to keep the, keep the full court press on the shields and say, don't you let them try to, uh, cause like I said, that miss boule do talk down on you saying, and he don't even tell the whole truth. Like I gave you the truth of what happened in 2016. He rather blame you for, for not, for not going out there voting for Hillary. Instead of saying the Democrat party that sabotaged that man's campaign, cause they did, they sabotaged that man's campaign. And that's what they get. They got Trump. And you know what you got? You got them Supreme court justice that he put up there. That's y'all fault. That's your fault right now. You sabotage another Democrat candidates right now because, Oh, well, we not going to do no debates cause Biden, he used to want, no Biden should compete for it. Like everybody else should compete. Why can't you let other Democrat candidates put themselves out there? Why? Why can't you let the people decide in the primary who they want? Why is that? Well, are you afraid Biden's going to be beaten by other Democrats? Well, he should be beaten if, 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 if the people don't want him. I told y'all this is what makes them lose. You go with what the people want, not what you want as a party. And certain people I see are, are Robert Kennedy uh, running. Oh, they're afraid of him. I see that. They really afraid of him. Let them all have a debate. Do the regular debates and have a primary. Don't, don't sit up here and sabotage and, and cheat. This is why, this is why nobody, everybody see y'all like to sabotage and cheat, man. With even your own party. We're not going to talk about the mail-in ballot thing. Even your own party, people like to y'all sabotage and cheat. Don't even want to give people a fair shot. And you justify it by saying, well, we can, we can uh, put up whatever person we want to put up. They fought a court case on that about saying that they don't have to go with the, with the people want they go with what they want. Well, that's not a democracy at that point. That's authoritarianism. And you need to let the people know that you're just an authoritarian party. You don't believe in democracy. You don't believe in the people voting for who they want. It's just that simple. And that's really what the Democrat party has came to. At, at least on the Republican side, they're giving everybody a freaking chance to, to see who they like or who they don't like. I mean, man, of course, you know, of course, a lot of you like Trump, but they're not saying, okay, we're going to go with Trump. The rest of y'all, 
Y'all need to go home. We're going with Trump. No, they're giving everybody a chance. Trump got to compete with everybody else, just like he did before. And that's the right way to do it. But we as a black community, we are done. We are completely done with being the do boy and do girl of all these other groups. If they want something, they need to fight for it on their own. Just like you watching what happened with that case. And we see the Chinese community. That's who was part of that. That was the Chinese community. Want to unravel what black folks fight for? No problem. Because there's a lot of anti-Asian sentiment in this country. And it's going to get worse. Especially if more of a conflict comes up with China. Don't look this way when the white supremacists get at you. Because I'm like, ooh, oh, that's pretty bad. I don't want nothing to happen to nobody. But I know these white supremacists. I know how ignorant they are. And what happens is those of you who chose, who go on that route, who just trying to team up with them to harm black people. Just remember the people you teaming up with has no loyalty. They're going to stab you in the back so quick. And don't be getting like how the white women were about the Roe v. Wade thing. Black people, you sure you tried to tell us. We're like, Nah, go over there with them. Remember that affirmative action case you had? You talking about black people's getting in colleges over you, even though statistics show that you was getting in college uh, double the numbers of black people before that affirmative action thing? Nah, nah, nah. Go over there with them people. I don't want to hear that. Go holler at your people. We got our own problems. We're trying to get a lineage-based reparations. We're trying to get our people off from being homeless. We're trying to get our people jobs. We're trying to create businesses. We're trying to open up schools. We're trying to uh, work on the health of black people. We got so many issues that we need to worry about. Don't come over here talking about no problems, about no white supremacists. We don't want to hear it. The Democrats gave you an anti-Asian uh, hate crime bill. So that's there you go. Go deal with that. We don't have that. Everybody always looking at the, 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 the true victims of white supremacy to come fight for them. No. We'll fight for ourselves. We'll do that. But we're not fighting for nobody else. I'm surely not fighting for nobody. Now, I will say this. And I constantly repeat this. I will fight for an individual ally, an individual ally. Listen to the word I'm using, individual ally. I don't fight for groups. So if that ally is from different communities and they got an issue and they have shown themselves to support this community, I will support them. But I won't support their people just blindly. No, that's not happening. Because these other groups have shown anti-black racism. So due to that, I, I can't support you. You want to side with the white supremacists? No problem. Stay over there when they turn on you because they will. There's a lot of people that's finding out the hard way about the white supremacists. Just we talked about that case with the Supreme Court. That full circle going to come right back around and get them. They're going to see. Because one thing them folks don't want, they don't want nobody outside themselves in the Ivy League schools. So when they was in there by 20%, watch it get down to 5%. And then who you going to blame then? Can't blame black people for that. You can't. And that's what I can't wait for. I can't wait to see the numbers from Harvard next year to see what those acceptance rates were. Because I know what it was this year, right? So let's see that. But remember, ladies and gentlemen, the face of affirmative action is white women. It's not black people. And for that alone, 
I can no, I cannot support affirmative action, diversity, equity, inclusion programs. All of them need to go. And let's all just truly do it by merit.